Daniel, we're back talking we're back. Bulldogs, baby. We got a point spread for this game. We got a preview. We got official predictions of what we want to see happen or we think is going to see happen Saturday against Sanford. Come on back. We talk all about it. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? I am Daniel. He is Clint, and we are the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. Um, your team every day, part of Locked Brought On Brought to you Atlanta. by Upside. More on them later. More about Upside later. But let me tell you what's got a lot of Upside. Um, the entire University of Georgia roster, Clint. A lot of Upside on that All roster. the Upside. Daniel, all the Upside. Um, <clears throat> here's some things that we've noticed in the comments over the last few days. First of all, thank you all so much for um it's we're back in the season and you can tell you guys are back listening to the podcast in mass and we appreciate it we're having a lot of fun recording these episodes hopefully you are enjoying them um here's what you notice in the comments clint georgia fans no matter how no matter how much success that you have uh-huh there's still some georgia fan in there and if you're confident about anything, the Georgia fan will be the first one to be like, why don't you just slow down in your confidence? Why don't you just pump the brakes a little bit? Um, listen, believe me, Clint and I, we we waver between extreme optimism and the sky is going to fall and Georgia's not going to win another game. On a minute-by-minute minute basis. Minute-by-minute minute continuum. But you just got to ride the waves as they come. And right now... Georgia's feeling good, okay? We've beaten the last three opponents that we've faced, the number two team in the country, the number one team in the country, and the number 11 team in the country by a total score of 72,000 to 14. Clint. And Stetson has been not just good, not just managing, no. not just passable. Say more. He has been the best quarterback in all of college football. In all those games. In all those games. Yeah. Better than his opposing quarterback in each of those games. That's something. That That's, seems important. It does seem like something, but, you know, we're just stating facts. All right. Today is Locks Day, Clint, Ooh, which is a very important day. It's important for a couple of reasons. Number one, we're going to give you exact score predictions of how we think this Georgia-Stanford game is going to go. Some yes. games are easier to predict the score of than others. This is not one of those games. <laughs> I'll just tell you this right now. No. You're just throwing darts at a wall at this point. We're also going to give you locks from around college football in segments two and three so that you can make money. If you followed our bets from last week, you make some money. You cashed. If you follow our bets from this week, let me just tell you, we only build from here. We only grow. So before we get into any of that, though, Clint, let's start with the Georgia game. And there's no need to bury the lead. Let's get into Let's it. Let's give the score predictions to the people. I'm going to let you go first. I'm coming out of the gate hot. This Does game. Start with a seven. Does this start game with a seven. Is going to be 55 mm. to seven. 55 to seven. They're going to score a late anti-death march 
hold on to the ball mm-hmm. when everybody on the field cannot buy cigarettes mm-hmm. nor liquor in mm-hmm. any state in the nation. Mm-hmm. And they're going to sneak one in for seven. 55-7, Daniel. That's my prediction. My score, which I have written down right here, I just just so we're, we're all clear, my score is very similar to that, but not exactly that. My score prediction is 52-6. That's yep. what I think. Okay. I think two okay. field, I'm giving them two field goals or Jalen Carter blocks the extra point. Either way, I got who's to fi- say who's to, 52 to 6. And so we we both expect very similar results. We both expect Samford to score more points than Oregon, which to be fair, Samford is not starting Bo Nix at quarterback last time no, I checked. And so there's there's hope for them that they might score more points than Oregon. Um Gosh, how do we how expect many games that? really quick? How many games until Bo Nix is no longer the starter? Or how bad is that Thompson kid? Two. There are two games until okay. Bo Nix is no longer the starter. And that okay. is only because Dan Lanning is scared to replace him at this point. But if Oregon fans had their way, he would already yeah. be gone. He'd already be it's run tight. out of town. Yeah. All right, Clint, we both expect Georgia to be able to move the ball very easily in this game. I just – let me ask you this question. How does Georgia not score a touchdown on a drive? Let me just paint you a picture. Georgia receives okay. a punt. Yep. Explain the scenario where they don't score a touchdown on that drive. Uh, the only chance they have to not score a touchdown is in is in two regards. Okay. Daniel. Clearly the the turnover monster comes up. So fumble. You know, something yep. a fumbled snap, a fumbled exchange, mm-hmm. a tipped ball, uh, and, you know. Okay, sure. Yep. Sure. I got that. The second way that a that a touchdown is negated. Uh, is based upon cons- two consecutive holding penalties. <laughs> yeah, that's starting what I was at the forty-yard line. That's, it's a, a chop block. It's a chop block, and an unnecessary, foul. rough like a after the play personal foul, unnecessary roughness on back-to-back plays. That's what it. Yeah, it's. <clears throat> I think George is going to try to keep this clock running as much as possible. Right, we're going to get another one of those situations. Kirby's going to come out after half and be like, "Hey, you want to." You want to do that? You want to run this clock? You want to run the clock? Do you want to run the clock? I'm fine. Now, we're going to throw the ball because we're not going to help but throw the ball. But Kirby's going to try to keep this clock running as much as he possibly can. And um, I think that's th- that's the only hope of this not getting into the 60s, 70s, because yeah. um, Georgia's just not going to want to have the players out there. But listen, when Brian Vandegrift comes in, I don't think Georgia's chances of scoring touchdowns go down. No, they don't. No, they don't. Not significantly. The, the, the well, the disparity, the the distance between Sanford and us with anybody on the field at Correct. any given time, Correct. Daniel, is such that it won't matter. It doesn't it, matter who's at what should position. Not, should not with matter. anybody on our roster. So the line for this game, Clint. This is let's get to. Let's get to the nitty gritty. The line for this game is 52. You can find a 52 out there. 50 burger is the line, y'all. 52 points. The over under is 64. Is there anything about this game that you want with a 10 foot pole to touch in terms of your locks? Please, for the love of all that is good and holy and your children's future financial solvency, do not 
bet on this game. I reject your I reject <laughs> your premise. And the Weldon brothers and I will be betting on this game. Oh no. And I will tell you at least for me right now I am locking up the under 64. I do not That's the only that's play. The bet that's the only play in this game. Georgia's defense, third, fourth string are going to play hard the entire game. I said 52 to 6, which is obviously comfortably under, but I think there's a chance that Sanford scores less than that. Sanford's not scoring more than seven points in this game. There's a 0% chance that they score more than seven points in this game. And I don't think Georgia's getting to 60 no, in this game. No. And so I like the I under 64. Say, when I said a, a running clock, I'm not joking. I think that's going to happen. I, I like the under 64. So give me that, and, and, we'll, and we'll make that my first lock of the day. I love it. We're going to come back after this and talk to you about other predictions that we have around college football landscape. But first, I want to know about Upside. Upside is a fantastic app. Inflation is hitting. Everybody's pockets are a little tighter. Uh, not because you're flush with cash, but because there's nothing in there. And, and the wash has just, it could just shrunk em- them. Your employer doesn't even pay you. It, that they could be the that could look, be the thing. Look, I defy you to find an employer who wouldn't give you money for your job right now, Daniel. In this inflation well, that's, economy, you're probably right because that no, is no one, that is heinous. No one would be that low. No one would be that low. Mm-hmm. Uh, locked on Bulldogs. We love Upside. It's a fantastic mm-hmm. app, Daniel, and I love it. It helps you right now. You get five extra dollars. It's an app that helps you save money at the gas pump when you're shopping. All these different places. It's simple. Do this. Go get the app. Put in locked into the promo code. Get five extra dollars the first time you use it, and you're just going to start accumulating money for each time you shop. The simple things that you do. Upside app. Go get it right now. All right, Clint. It's yes, time sir. to make some money for the people. Okay. If it, money, if money, if money, in money, fact money. your employer has chosen not to pay you. Then this Again. is your opportunity to actually to actually profit from your it. week's labor. Um, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you kick things off. I'm gonna let you go anywhere in the country that you want to go, Clint. Where are you gonna take the people first? Okay, here's where I'm gonna go, Daniel. I, mm-hmm. First of all, let me just state for the record. Okay. There's not there's not a great deal of lovely things out there this week. <laughs> okay. You have to really hunt and peck, and you really have to find the things that you love. And it just so happens, Daniel, First that all, I've, there's I've, a lot of good games this weekend. There's plenty of good That's games. That's not what you're saying. The lines okay. and the over-unders aren't very great. But I'm going to go somewhere, Daniel, with the one that I just don't understand in totality. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Vegas just just creeps up and gives me something that I can't understand. And, and Daniel, call me a fool. I've been fooled many, many times before. <laughs> sure. Mississippi State's a good football team. They got a quarterback who's experienced, who's slinging the rock all over the yard and doing Mm -hmm. good things. They ran the ball a little bit on Saturday as well. They ran the ball a little bit. Arizona Wildcats do not know how to play football well. Daniel, they Mm -hmm. are in an abominable conference Mm -hmm. in a state with a team and talent and coaching that's not good. I understand that that Arizona gets this game at home, but the yep. Mississippi state Bulldogs are the better team everywhere and they're giving 11. Now that's double digits. I understand on the road, double digit uh, uh, favorite is not that good, but this team is different. I'm taking Mississippi state given the points. I know. I, I do not like that bet. I didn't, I, look, I, I, I'm not, lock, I'm not fighting you officially on the pod. I'm not locking up Arizona. Arizona went out and beat San Diego state on Saturday. Okay, San Diego State 
Okay. We're, we're to this point. San okay. Diego State is a what was thought to be a better team than Arizona. San Diego State is one of the favorites to win the Mountain West this year. I'm saying Arizona showed some things. Between those two programs, Arizona and Arizona State, Arizona is the one that actually has a little bit of a trajectory that's in the positive direction. Yeah. There are two schools I would be careful about betting against this year. Okay. One of them is Arizona, and the other one is Kansas. And Ooh, you I'm might want to have bet against Kansas this, this week, but I would advise against it. Kansas plays West Virginia. West Virginia is catching less than two or giving less than two touchdowns at home against Kansas. It's it's tempting to want to go JT Daniels and the Mountaineers, but I'm going to hold off on that one as well. I'm going to I'm going to go to the marquee game of the weekend, Clint. Can we, we just can we talk about it? Alabama fans, are you here? Come on, are you, Texas, Alabama. Let's we, roll. we know that you're here. We know that you're you're listening. Um, locked on Longhorns, by the way. Shout out to them. Hey, Heck of a locked podcast. on Longhorns. Go subscribe to them right now. Let's do us a favor. Uh-huh. Just trust us. Jonathan, great guy, runs he the is. pod over there. Subscribe to Lockdown Longhorns. Do subscribe to their YouTube channel. Give them give them a little bump. And also while you're there, maybe go to the betting app of choice um and go ahead and take Texas plus 20 and a Ooh, half. Clint. Here we go. Okay. 20, oh. 20 and a half, Clint. That's too many daggum points. That's a lot of points, okay? We're in Austin, Texas. I okay. That's never scared anybody before in the history of the world. Uh, stop. You stop. All right. Is this big game boomer that I'm recording the podcast with, or is this what? I'll give okay. you that one. The second time you're not walking out of the room, standing up. Okay. All right. We're in Austin, Texas. Okay. Steve Sarkeesian. If you look at the talent, like the talent disparity between Alabama and everyone they play except one team. The talent disparity is overwhelmingly in favor of Alabama. Alabama has more talent than any team on their schedule except for Georgia. Okay. Um, but the talent disparity between Alabama's roster and Texas's roster is not overwhelmingly significant. Texas has a lot of talent on the roster. I actually think Steve Sarkeesian is a good coach. I actually – I do. I actually do. I actually think my man was listening to me preseason over here. Look at this. Okay, I took so much heat from Georgia fans about the Georgia Tech transfer running back in this game. So I'm just going to double down. Texas has the best running back in this game by a mile. It's not particularly close by ten miles. He's going to be. He should be the number one uh, back picked in the draft. Do you know what that means, Clint? Who uh, do you know what that means? Tell me. It means that Texas is going to be trying to grind out first downs, run, 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 run the run, ball, run, 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 run. and when you run the ball, you run the clock. You're telling me that I'm getting twenty and a half points if I kick a few field goals, Clint. Which Alabama's going to give up some points to Texas. I think Alabama. What, It'll be interesting to see how Alabama plays against a team that at no point this season has ever trailed UConn. Okay, so far, we've never seen Alabama play against a team that's never trailed UConn before. So mm-hmm. 
give me Texas, give me all those points, and I'm not scared. I'm not scared of the aura of Nick Saban. I'll take the Longhorns. I'm scared for you. Daniel, I'm going to give you one other one before we head off to our break, and I'm going to ask you to do the same. Um, Look, too much has been spoken about this team. About this time, this is now week three for this team. I know it's week two for Georgia, but week three for this team. Okay. What happens around this time is things start coming back down. Interesting. Which which of these teams are we going with here? Which of these week zero teams are we about to go with? Vanderbilt is not as good as people are imagining they are. Wow. Stop it now. I'm not saying they're as bad. They are not as good as you are making it. I understand Vanderbilt's getting out of home. Apparently, I have a, I have a theme going this week. But the Wake Forest Demon Deacons road, road are, favorites. Road favorites are getting 13 against Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's not a good school. They don't have a lot of talent. I know that kid at quarterback was supposed to be something. He didn't show me a great deal. He showed me enough against Hawaii. Hawaii might wind up being the worst team in all of college football in they the are. entire nation this year. They are. It's atrocious what's happening. Mm-hmm. I think Vegas is telling us something, Daniel. With that 13 number, Vegas is telling you something. Sometimes they want to trick you into it. And sometimes what they do is they ride the public opinion. And public opinion right now is high on Vanderbilt. The number of people picking Vandy to win this game is larger than I thought. Give me Wake Forest. They get the quarterback this uh, back this week. He's healthy. He's ready to go. I think they're going to have a little more oomph. I think they're going to be ready to go. Give me the Demon Deacons giving 13 on the road. I didn't fight you last time, Clint. Oh, here we go. I didn't officially, I did not officially fight you last time, but I'll take Vandy plus the 13. I no, will gladly fight no, you this, this is, But let me just give you a piece of advice, listener, viewer. Just wait till kickoff. You'll get 14. You'll get you you'll, 14. You'll get, you'll get 14. 14. Okay. The 14 will come. Wait till kickoff. Take Vandy plus. I have not bet this game yet because I'm waiting till kickoff. It started at like 11 and a half. And now we're up to, now we're up to 13. Um, Vandy is a, is good enough on offense to keep this game competitive. Does Wake Forest defend anybody? Trick question. No, they have never defended anybody in their life. All right. Real quickly, University of Texas San Antonio is, uh, I mean, what a game, first of all, that UTSA played last week. Overtime, thriller, heartbreaker, they lost. But UTSA is only a two-point favorite this week, and I could not love them anymore. This is okay. Okay. Give me the Roadrunners of the University of Texas San Antonio minus two. We're going to come back after this with more locks from college football right after this. Daniel, you gave out the Roadrunners. I don't hate mm-hmm. it. They actually showed something last week. I'm not going to lie to you. It was oh a no, bit, it, it was it was a little bit more than I was anticipating. So they're a good team. There, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Okay, talk about a bad team that lost to okay. a bad school, and then another team that struggled. Daniel, and again, I like I like things coming back down to the mean. Uh, yes. Virginia Tech Hokies are not mm. a good football team. It appears. It appears that they're less than ideal at tackling. At, at running, football, at catching, at footballing, at coaching. Uh, turns out Coach Beamer had the right idea going to South Carolina as opposed to VTech. Who would have thought we would have uttered that 10 years ago? Ever. Holy jeez. The Boston College Eagles are getting three points in this game, Daniel. They are the underdog. Now, here's why they're the underdog. Do you know what time? Do you know what time? Because <laughs> they lost to Rutgers last week is why they're the underdog. 
One point. Okay. <laughs> Old Dominion or Rutgers, Daniel? You choose. I'll let you choose. I might, take, I might take Old Dominion. Stop. Stop. Boston College is a better team. That game, if you watched any of it, that game was a lot closer than what was going on. Um, and it was a close uh, uh, final score anyway. But mm-hmm. it's a night game in Blattsburg, Daniel. That's mm-hmm. why there's the three. But I don't care. Give me Boston College plus the points. Give me three points in Boston College to take the spread. Talk about things coming back to the mean. Illinois, really tough week last week. Lost a game. They should have won. The the guy caught a touchdown pass. They ruled no touchdown catch, even though he caught a touchdown pass. Oh, it was there. It was Illinois then has to settle for three points, and that's the margin at which they lost the game, Clint. Brutal way to lose the game. Illinois was the better team last week, and they are playing Virginia at home this week. They are only giving four and a half points, and I love okay. Illinois minus four and a half. This, if Illinois finds, if if that touchdown is confirmed, and they win the game last week, and Illinois is mm-hmm. two and zero. Oh, this, this line is flipped. seven and a half. This line is Illinois minus seven and a half. But you're telling me right now I get Illinois minus four and a half? Yeah. That's a great number to take Illinois. Virginia is not good. Give me Illinois. And I've got two left, and they are both games that are going to significantly interest Georgia fans. So if you were thinking about turning off the podcast, don't let me just let me stop you right third, there. Loyal third segment listener. Um, I got two more. They don't really concern anything having to do with Georgia whatsoever. Okay. I, I think the Baylor Bears have a big chance. This is a fascinating game. This it's is a, a fascinating. Th- look, I'm I locked for, in. I promise I you I'm locked in. I'm on this one. Game. This game, yeah. BYU and Baylor has lots of significance. BYU, mind you, can go ahead and find itself in a playoff conversation, and I'm not kidding you. If no. they play all year, they are fine because because what happened is some numbskull went down to Florida and decided to lay an egg on the oh, field. Just and Utah's done, by the way. Utah is done as a playoff team. I'm not. Playing. Oh, you can. <laughs> of course they are. Okay, well, I just yeah. wanted to let everybody else know. Yeah, Baylor they has a shot. A, they lost to a seven-win Florida team. That's why so they're toast. Yeah. Um, Baylor and BYU have a chance to make a run of the playoff. BYU is a good school, but Baylor is catching points. Daniel, give me the Baylor Bears plus yeah. four. Yikes. Yikes. This is a great game. 1030 Eastern kick. Um, we're we're going to be locked into this one. We're going to be glued to the TV. Um, uh, speaking of a seven-win Florida team, Kentucky's winning this game on the field. Here give me Kentucky plus six all day. I don't care. They don't got the running backs. They don't got running backs, Daniel. I don't care. I don't care. Florida, let me what if I told you Florida only has running backs? Well, that's important. That seems questionable. Uh Kentucky did not play great. Florida played way better than people expected them to. I know Florida's at home, but Mark Stoops ain't scared of the swamp anymore. Okay? That's this Kentucky team is not scared of the swamp these nope. days. Uh gimme Kentucky plus six, and then sprinkle a little bit on the money line as well. Kentucky's winning this game. All right, Daniel, my last one that I'm going to give you. Um, I, I don't hate that, by the way. I'm not going to go there because I'm a little nervous. If I'm going to be totally honest. I'm a little gun shy. Uh, I, I, I don't have the bravado you do. And, mm, and nah. you said you said Florida is going to be the best team Georgia plays all year. That's wildly interesting. Last mm-hmm. one I'm going. 
you talked about them earlier being if you had to choose between the two Arizona Arizona schools, you would choose Arizona instead of Arizona State. Correct. Okay, what if I was to tell you that Arizona State is going on the road to a top-ranked possible playoff-bound team or at least conference championship and only getting 11 points on the road? Daniel, Oklahoma State Cowboys are giving 11 to Arizona State at home when they have their entire season to play. Mm -hmm. Give me Oklahoma State. Yeah, take Oklahoma State in this game. I love that bet. I love it. (laughs) I love it so much. Uh, last one I'm going to go with is the Pitt-Tennessee game. Another Here it is. fantastic game. Ooh. Okay, let me just say this. There's a lot of angles at which you can bet this game. Lots. All right, so you have to think, what kind of a game is it going to be, and what is my best chance to catch? Okay. What kind of a game does Tennessee win? What kind Lots. of a game does Pittsburgh win? Close. What kind of, like, how many points are scored when Tennessee wins? How many points 50. are scored when Pittsburgh wins? 21. What's the, what's the thing that could happen that would, that would happen that I would cash in any of the scenarios? Right? That's what the question you have to ask yourself. And I think the answer is Pitt team total under 30 and a half. Okay. The Pittsburgh team total. That is, is a beautiful bet. Is 30 and a half. Go okay? bet that right now, y'all. Go take it. Pitt team total under 30 and a half. If Pitt, wa- I promise you, Pat Narduzzi is going to bed tonight praying to the deity that he of his choice that his team scores less than 31 points in this game. He hates scoring points. He hates points. He don't know what that air rate is. What's an air rate? I don't know what that air rate is. So if they have their way, they are going to bleed this Milk it out. They're going to bleed it. Okay? So that's good for me. If Tennessee comes out and just punches them in the mouth at their home stadium, sucks all the air out of the building, Yep. now all of a sudden Pitt is trying to play a game that's not their game, trying to catch up in this game. Well, that's not going to be a recipe for scoring a bunch of points, Clint, when you're trying to do things that you're not no. set out to do, you're not cut out to do. So either way, I like the pit team total under. I think they might win this game. I think okay. they might lose this game, but it doesn't matter because I just need them to score less than 31 points. Go get that right now. Hey, this has been Locked On Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'll be back tomorrow doing Excited, Nervous, Don't Sleep On right here. See you guys then.